Blog Talk Radio.
Hi, and welcome to the Ask Sue Show. Hope everybody's all okay, and I do apologize for a little bit of a delay, a bit of one of those crazy days, and of course, crazy days, and it's Tuesday, and of course, a fun-packed show as usual, bringing plenty of stories together, and plenty more to come through within the next week as well, um, and of course, we will be giving you updates on the next few days' shows as well. With no further ado, it's Tuesday. Russell, of course, that means we have got our co-host, Howard Eipstein. Hi, Howard. How are you doing? Well, a little better, my friend. I went to the doctor yesterday, and he re-X-rayed the fingers, and uh, couldn't give him the finger, though, so I was kind of upset. But <laughs> <laughs> now he X-rayed it. Uh, healing, I guess, okay. I'm going to go back next week. He'll change the cast, and it's going to be on for another four weeks, so... All's good. Right. All's good. But I do have to share a story with you, Sue. I nearly, I, it brought, I was crying. I had tears in my eyes. I was waiting in the x-ray room, in the orthopedics room, and here comes a little um, therapy dog, a pointer pit bull. Cutest little thing you could ever see. Sue, it came right up to me. I, I you know, kneeled down. It rubbed up against my kiss and gave it a little kiss. Oh, bless. They know. I oh. was just, I was like, and everyone there was like, oh, my God. I would, Sue, I just, I was, and they just rubbed up against me and gave them a little belly rub. So, you know, those therapy dogs, you know, they're just amazing. Just absolutely yep. amazing. Definitely. So that was all good. Definitely. So I'll be home for a month now. So it'll it'll be, uh, it'll be an interesting venture. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure you've still got your the rules for the house, though, for that month, haven't you? Uh, rules? I don't know about any rules. I, I've never heard of those before. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. I don't mean rules. I mean orders. <laughs> yes, orders. And before I forget, one of our dear friends, our friend Jennifer, she's having knee surgery Friday, so I want to wish her the best of luck. She's been suffering a lot with those bad knees. We were on the phone last night, so I want to wish her the best of luck with that. She'll be having that on Friday. So, yeah. Um, and a special shout-out, and I don't want to get in, just a special hello and how much we all love Jeff and Diana, and I'll leave it at that. Absolutely. So with no further ado, I will turn it over to the best of Blog Talk Radio, the best female, of course, because Jeff's the best male. So. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder he if... can't be because I kicked him off, remember? <laughs> oh, that's right, that's right. You hung up on him, yes. That was probably one of the funniest moments we'll ever have. So oh, no further, oh God, that was fun. I'm still thinking. I still laugh about that. So I replayed it. It was pretty funny. <laughs> you know, I I never actually replayed the, the shows. <laughs> it was pretty. I, oh, you I, never I, do. No, I, I can't. I hate the sound of my own voice. How you lot cope listening to this, I'll never know, right? But <laughs> <laughs> but it's like I just really hate the sound of my own voice. Everybody says, don't you ever listen? They're like, no, I never listen. Do you know what I mean? The yeah, only no, time I've done it now and again is if I'm editing it, because I've put quite a few on YouTube now. Yeah. And if anybody wants to find any of the shows we've done that I've put on YouTube, it's official Ask Sue. So if you go on YouTube and just type that in, you should be able to find the videos I've put on. Even the one, Howard, of me sitting on the garden fence. Oh, that's yeah, li- of course. Literally. It was actually a field fence, but, you know, what's what's a field and a gate, you know, and all that nonsense. But so, it, uh, you know, it's just crazy. And, I, and I'm just going to say, Howard, this week has been, so far, and we're only up to Tuesday, mental. I mental. have been <laughs> so busy, and that's just a good old-fashioned English term, just yes. mental. Right, mental. It's, 
I have been on the phone out to America for hours and hours and hours. And I've got to say to everybody that I spoke to, you know who you are, Howard, we have got some fantastic and amazing advocates. We do. I have fallen upon some angels on this earth, right? And, and I must admit, hands on heart, I have sat here some days and questioned the human race totally. Mm-hmm. And I've got to say, one of those times, Howard, was when just the other day I found a story where um, a dog de Bordeaux, I think it was, I think I'm right in saying this, now, I've got, not got the link to hand, but I'm sure somebody in the chat room might know, but where a human being, and, and I hate to say human being, and you can't call it an animal, you can't call it anything, but I, I suppose if you like mental, again, somebody had actually cut the tongue out of this poor dog and chopped his ears. Oh, my God. And I sat and I thought about this for quite some time with tears rolling down my face. And I thought, Sue, what are you doing? What exactly are we all here to achieve? Really? Mm -hmm. Hands on heart, Howard. I'm not being funny. And and this goes for all of us advocates. We spend, well, I I know for me, I went to bed the other night at half past four in the morning. Well, that's normal time for you. I'm not even. That was even later for me, in all fairness. And I will own up to the fact I woke up the next morning feeling like death warmed up. But I honestly was sitting there, and I, I just, and I just literally sat here. And I don't. And, I, and everybody knows I'm not a God believer, but I believe in my spiritual and all of that. And I sat here, and I just literally said, if the, if I'm supposed to continue doing this, please just give me something to carry on with. Because mm-hmm. I sat there, Howard, and I questioned what us guys are doing. Mm. And I sat here and I thought, how am I going to push the show any further? Where am I going to make this any different? What's going to make it achieve to get any further? I mean, I'm not being funny. I can say in this show every single week, please add people to the Asu Show group. Please join this. Please do this. Please do the other. If I've got to sit here on a show and tell people how we have to unite to save these dogs and cats, there is something seriously, seriously wrong. So I sat here and I really did question if I wanted to carry on with the show or if I wanted to do something else or if I was to make a difference by just going out there and doing something at rescue shelters myself. Mm-hmm. I am sick of being messed about. I am sick of spending all this money on a show that makes me question sometimes if we're doing enough. And I know people, I'm not even looking in the chat room at the moment, but I'm sure people in there are saying, oh, but Sue, you do your best. Uh, do you know what? I do. But is it actually uniting people? Are we actually getting there, Howard? And do you know what? This week, doors and people are flung open to me crazily. It's just been fantastic, right? Now that's wonderful. I was speaking to a lady who we're going to, I'm going to have to tell you a little bit about what's coming up in the show in the next few days. Third, as you all know, we've been doing some fantastic shows with Dog Shop by the Police. I can sit here and tell you what a bunch of idiots, some of them in uniform are, how cruel they are, how some of them haven't got any common sense. But 
I want I have joined forces with an absolutely fantastic page. I want everybody to please join this page. Absolutely just and one of the admin is like the bee's knees. Her name is Jamie and the page is called Cops for Canine Compassion. Now I'm gonna be going more deeply into this page and I'll be talking to Jamie. But we are gonna be having a double show that's four hours on Thursday and Friday for me, but for you guys in America, it'll be four hours on Thursday. It'll start 10 p.m. UK time till 4 p.m. Uh, no, start again. 10 p.m. UK time till 2 p.m. 2 a.m. Friday for me. So it's four mm-hmm. hours, and I'll give you all the times and everything. But we're literally doing it where it's promoting the good. This is not for bashing the police. It's not for anything of negativity. It's about asking people what can they help us to make a change and make a difference. Mm-hmm. This will be where we're talking about people who are police that have made a difference. Where a policeman just the other, apparently two or three days ago, um, Jamie was telling me the story, where a policeman went and was looking for a German shepherd and literally carried it 700 yards to, back to its uh, to the car to take it back to its owner. I did read about that. That's amazing. That's truly amazing. Do you know what I mean? Now, the thing is, you know, the, the media, not here, but the media, um, literally does not share good stories. They only share when we've got a pit bull that's ripped a kid's face off. You just, you took, I mean? the words right out. You just took the words right out. I was going to say the same thing. Do you know what I mean? So we've got we've got Jamie coming on with that. Also, Jamie's got a couple of very good guests apparently coming on. I've not even had a chance to look in the email and read it properly. I just saw her say she's got some great guests calling in. So we've got Jamie coming on for the first two hours, and that will be literally to see what we can do and what we can actually change to make it better. Okay, right. you know, it's okay saying, oh, these cops are shooting, the, the, these police are shooting the dogs and everything. Okay, what are we going to do? Where does the responsibility lie? It doesn't lie all with the police because people have also got to think about the fact that those dogs are out in that situation sometimes when they shouldn't have been either. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're trying to, we're, we're not here to bash anybody. We're no, here no. to make people aware of what changes we can make ourselves but also what we can do as in maybe emailing or writing to our local police stations and actually speaking to these people and seeing what we can do to change. Then for the second part of the show, which is the final two hours of four-hour show, we're going to be having the beautiful and and, and another angel of this earth, um, Cindy Bowling. And I don't know if you remember, Howard, we had Cindy on going back some time. One of her dogs was shot, shot men, must have gotten a name. Uh, I can't remember the dog's name. Brain just died. Anyway, Cindy's coming on the show, and she's going to be talking about life after for her after her dog has been shot by the police. I want to know how people cope with it, Howard, and how it affects yes. them, and how they actually can live with it afterwards. Is she still grieving after all this time? Well, let me just say that Cindy Bowling is actually out there. She doesn't just sit and grieve there for the dog. She said to herself, what can I do to make a difference? She is connecting people. She is uniting people. She's bringing people together to make serious changes. And she has actually changed some laws and put some um, training in place for police officers already. That's wonderful. Sue, have you spoken? So I'm going to... I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. So whilst, whilst I'm doing the show, I'm going to be 
very quickly typing because I'm literally, I've got about two more minutes of work where I just want to put it, all these links on a blog, on blog, so we can share the link of the blog and all of the links, the pages and everything will be all on that blog. And I want everybody to please share the show as far as and wide as you can because we really do need to get it out there. And Absolutely. Fingers crossed. All being well, it's not actually dotted on the I's and crossed of T's totally, but 95% certain we have got a sponsor for the show. Now, I'm going to say to people, it's not a very big sponsor, but it's going to be a start of sponsoring. So if anybody knows any businesses, maybe pet foods or anything that wants to sponsor the show, I have got somebody who has been in contact with somebody else for me. It's, again, people, angels of this earth called Jill, who's um, got a friend who's going to be hopefully helping me to set up a jingle for the show and also to be able to put adverts on the show as well. So a lot of things are going on, and I've just got to say, I think it's because I was questioning whether or not this show was going to go further and what I can do to make a difference to bring people together. And fingers crossed, we might be actually getting there. And also, for my last part, my little bit of a going on, um, I want to thank everybody, including you, Howard, and everybody that's been adding people to the Ask Sue Show group. I did ask everybody to just, even if you just had 20, 30, 40 friends, just add your friends to the group so we can start uniting even more people. That's so great. That's I added my 50 little... people. <laughs> I added 50 this week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, do you know what I mean? But it's making a difference. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. getting new people together. No, I know. It is. It's been it is. fantastic. I did want to ask you one question in regard to the big four-hour show. Have you talked to Kristen at all, our friend Kristen? Do you know what? I, I'll, I'll be honest. She messaged me the other day, um, and I said to her about... Um, I'm sorry, I was doing something at the time. I said, can I get back to you? I tried to ring her, and then I missed her. Okay, we, <laughs> we just It takes a bit for us to catch up, but we are going to catch yes. up, so hopefully okay. Kristen okay. will be coming on to the show as well. Okay, and just a reminder for everyone, a week from Thursday, the 29th, Keisha will be sentenced, so we'll uh, we'll see what happens with that, Sue. So maybe the captain will yeah. call in and, and give us an update. Uh, Sue, I had to tell you, though, one thing to our friend Jennifer. If she does not behave with her knee surgery... I'm going to fly to New Jersey and hit her other knee with the cast so she best behave. <laughs> She's like us, but she can't sit still. So if she doesn't behave, that cast is yep. pretty hard. I can knock the other knee right out. <laughs> she won't need the <laughs> surgery. <laughs> Do you know what? It's so funny because I'm actually going um, at the moment. Um, also, got I've got so much going on, Howard, and it's just really busy, but I'm hoping it'll be for the best. I'm hoping to go on courses. Now, either I'm going to go and do a counselling course or mm-hmm. maybe I'm going to go and do a course maybe on doing a bit more with the radio. I'm really not sure what I want to do. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I really well, would love to do the show more. But mm-hmm. the thing is, it's, it's, can I financially keep doing this is the question. Do you know what I mean? I've got no. to think about my children and me as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. You know I mean? Absolutely. So it's very difficult. So I've got loads going on, but it's like just, just, I feel like I'm so close to everything, and I just don't know. Everybody keeps telling me I'm so close, and I do believe that, and I think that we are so close, all of us advocates, to actually making severe changes. I was speaking to somebody just the other day about the NYACC, and I think we've just got to change the game plan. You can't keep going on about the same thing all the time. What's making this issue, and how can we solve it? Mm-hmm. And this is what goes for loads of things, 
And it still comes back to the same thing. And every person I've spoken to has agreed that the fact is, if we could all get in touch with our government and all speak to them and say, listen, we have got to make changes as far as animal cruelty, abuse, um, spaying and neutering and everything. If we could actually get and speak to the top and say, look, you need to put something in place here, just imagine how different it would be, Howard. Absolutely. It would if be we amazing, actually yeah. change the laws as far as spay and neutering, there has to be spay and neutering. It's got to come in somewhere to be able to make a change. Mm-hmm. Because Absolutely. we can make these shelters better. We can make, implement changes to make it better for them, you know, um, better, you know, of, of everything about it. But the reality is, yes, okay, people say, oh, it's not a no-kill shelter. But the thing is, there is more and more pups being bred every single year, and then they're wondering why we've got even more in the in the shelters. It's exactly. only going to grow bigger if we don't do something about it. Correct, correct. You got to cut the numbers. Just way too many. The shelters, the shelters are just way, just over, just way over, uh, way too many dogs and cats in there. Just way too many. Exactly. exactly. Anyone on hold, Sue? Yes, I'm just going to um, think that. Hold a minute. So I'm just click. I'm I'm trying. Do you know what? I'm even working while I'm on the radio. Is that really? Of course, of really course. Bad or we what? won't expect anything less. <laughs> it does mean crazy. Right, area code eight seven zero. Hi, welcome to the show. Hi Sue, it's Heather. Hey, how are you doing? Hi Heather. I'm doing good. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Doing all right. So you have any updates no. for us? Please, um, do me a favor. Just remind me your your three dogs' names. Cannon, Thunder, and Sarge. Thank you. My, I just had a brain block. So everybody who's listening, this is the beautiful owner of these beautiful dogs, and they are still at home at the at the moment, aren't they? Yes, they are. Have we got any updates? Um, we haven't heard anything as far as when we're going to have a court date or, or anything like that yet. We're still waiting. Hmm. Okay. So it just it seems like a hurry up and wait game at at this point right now. Oh, you know, I've I've heard I've heard rumors of October, but I've not heard anything from our lawyers, so I don't know. Hmm. And they haven't heard anything either. Really. Now, the the yeah. thing is, is that a good thing or a bad thing? <laughs> and this is okay. the trouble. You know, we just really want it to hurry up and be done. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not really sure if it's a good thing or a bad thing. It's definitely stressful. Yeah. Yeah. So exactly. I just, I've kind of been focusing on um, – other dogs that need help to occupy my time and kind of not dwell on it so much just because there is nothing that we can do to make it go faster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Heather, I've got to ask you, I mean, obviously I was just talking about the dogs being shot by police, but obviously you've actually had to deal with the BSL laws and, and everything else to go with it. How, how has it affected your life and, and your children and the house and everything to go with it? Because, you know, we do just see, don't we, you know, people saying, oh, it's just a rubbish law and everything else. But there's so much behind the scenes that people don't even get to see. How much has it actually right. affected you? Um, well, see, where we're at now does not have a BSL. Um, what we're going through is more of a breed discrimination. Um, yeah. But I have, I did live in a city 
with Cannon Thunder and Sarge that did have a BSL. Um, I lived in Kansas City, Missouri, and their BSL was mandatory spay and neuter, which I think is awesome. I mean, I hate that it's called a BSL, but, you know, I think mandatory spay and neuter is something that should be for anybody, not just yeah. a pit bull. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But we lived there with them for years, you know, for two years with Sarge and Cannon and Thunder were just puppies, but we've always had pits in Kansas City, and we never had a problem. Never. Yeah. Hmm. And then, you know, we moved down here where there is no BSL, and all of a sudden we have a problem, hmm. a big one. <laughs> Heather, yeah. I had a question for you. How How is the support in your town? Oh, there's not much. There's not much. Mm-mm. I have a few people that um, – are very dedicated in supporting myself and my family and love the boys and follow the page regularly, but it's very limited. Are there a lot of people that own pets in the area? Yes. And they're not being so – the people that are pet lovers, but they're not being supportive of you. Okay, just want to get that straight. Yeah. It looks like to me just from my encounters that we have lots of pet lovers, but not lots of – Lovers. But you know something, uh, boy, I don't, I don't want to say anything. I'm not going to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I've encountered people, even people that I work with, that have said, oh, those dogs aren't bred for this area. Hmm. Excuse me? <laughs> yep. But my, my, answer to that is, my answer to that is, Heather, which humans are invented for which pet, which areas then? Because yeah. don't even start me off on the, the, you know, look at all for the people that are, you know, I'm reading in the papers, even in the UK, of children going missing and, and being abused and, and all this stuff. Where are we supposed to put them sort of people? Exactly. You know, and I had um, one lady I was discussing and trying so hard to change a mind. And it is hard to change a mind. Um and I told her, I was like, you know, BSL isn't just a pit bull. It's a German Shepherd, yep. a Rottweiler, That's right. a Doberman Pinscher. And I, and I said, Doberman Pinscher. And she said, oh, no, no, not a Dobie. And I knew instantly she was a Dobie owner. And I yep. said, yes, yes hey, listen, a Doberman the, too. Heather, I have a dachshund, and I'll tell you, she can be, very, she can be quite nasty. She, I mean, she mm-hmm. she. she she once bit someone in the house here, many. I mean, it was okay, but yeah, the Chihuahuas and and the Doxies are very nasty. Any 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 in the Terrier group can have a streak in them. So you know, it's a bunch. You know, we've had this discussion. It's just a bunch of BS with the pit bulls. I saw a show last week where a kid, um, the kid was in the hospital. This little girl with leukemia, and uh, long. Oh my God, I lost it. Long story short, uh, there was a pit uh, a pit bull. Um, a therapy dog. He came in. The mother said it's the first time she saw the girl smile in nine months. Oh. It was the, the pit bull. The pit bull was a gray pit. It was about 80 pounds. Got into bed with her. Oh, my God. Started kissing her. It was the first oh, time that the mother lost it. I mean, the kid was smiling. So when people say that, you know, it's like shame, shame, you know. Right, right. And, you know, I am not just a pit bull lover. It is any animal. It's but a being an animal lover. Correct. You're an animal lover. It's not a matter of pit bulls or this breed or a cat or a parrot. or It's an animal right. lover. 
Yeah, right. exactly. I just, I just so happen to have three dogs that are of a, a discriminated against breed that were targeted. So that is my focus now. How are the kids doing, Heather? How are the kids doing with all this? Um, they're doing pretty good. Um, I sat down with my youngest, my seven-year-old daughter, and explained the extent of the, the circumstances with her finally. I tried to keep her protected as long as I could, um, but she needed to know. She likes to run in and out of the house, and I'm always so afraid that, that one of my boys is going to slip out behind her so, you know, I had to sit down and explain to her, you can't do that because if one gets away, they take them all. Correct. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we've, we've, you know, I kept her safe and protected from it as long as I possibly could. Yeah. Well, hopefully, hopefully everything will work out for the best. We'll just keep positive thoughts and prayers for you. Yeah, thank you so much. You know, and, and like I said, I am you know, to pass my time while we wait, I've just been focusing on other dogs that need support. Absolutely. You know, I've I've been keeping an eye on um, Paws for Patrick and um, Maya that's from Rochester. She just got to come home and um, save Will and Grace. Save Will and Grace is my my big one. Um, Good friend of mine rescued them from a life, caged and chained, and she is keeping them in boarding to keep them safe from their previous owner until they find their forever home. And that that one really gets me right in the heart just because, you know, I I know the person that did the rescue. But, but just anybody that needs focus, you know, I lend a kind word, hey, I've been through this, or I know how you feel. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's yeah. helped past time. And Sue, before I forget, I'm sorry, Heather. We have to send prayers out to Little Everything Rosie. She's not. She's a little under the weather right now. She's got some issues. They're talking about possibly surgery, and so please, everybody, send your prayers out for Everything Rosie. She's a, just a precious little girl. Definitely, definitely. So, is there anything, Heather, as far as for you and uh, I'm going to say your boys? Uh, is there anything that you actually need our help with? Is there things that are still going on that you need us for? Um, there is something. Um, I'm waiting to hear back from my lawyers, and as soon as I do, I'll know if I can go public with it or not. Just just know that we definitely need some crossed fingers and some prayers. Well, you got our prayers. Well, oh, and, and as soon as I hear back from from Clint and Jennifer, I will definitely let you know if we can we can go public with it. Just not yet. Okay. And that, that's well, listen, so Heather. Hard. Yep, Heather. You know my number. You know you've only got to message me if you ever need me to call, even mm-hmm. off the show. You know that I'll call you anytime you want. Just give me a shout, yep. and if you ever need a show or you need some exposure or whatever. Please just give us a shout. You know, you you know, I'm, I might be the other side of the world, but you know, I'm I'm always here for you. Right, right. And I appreciate it very much. And okay. So uh, I've just got to, I've just got to say a big hello to your lovely husband. How is he doing? Um, actually, he's right here. Let me put you on speakerphone real quick. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. 
Hello. 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 How are you doing? Doing all right, Sue. Good, good. I, I've just got to say, Howard, I was, this guy is a, a military guy, and I spoke to him the one day, and he was uh-huh. all set over, obviously, over the dogs. And yeah. I've just got to say to everybody, I have total respect for this guy simply because he's out there protecting our countries, you know, and he's fighting for what's right, yet he comes home, and this guy must have a, a, so, be so headstrong because he didn't lose his head because he's trying to protect his own family and can't, and they took his dogs away. And I don't know about everybody else in the chat room, but I think this guy deserves a medal for not losing his head. He Absolutely. goes and fights every single day for what he believes in and what's right, and yet he comes home and he's put up with this. I, I just think that's amazing. God bless you. Um, thank you. Well, you know, listen, if you come on the Sue show, you know, you know you have to give her a virtual hug, right? That's part of the rules on the show. I didn't even do a sneaky hug then, Howard. You would beat me to it. <laughs> I'm sorry. That, those are the rules. I mean, you get uh, hugs from many men, so why not, you know, why not a hero? <laughs> hey, I'm no hero. I'm no hero. The heroes are the ones who didn't come home. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, I correct, I correct I myself that. on that. I correct myself on that. But but how, how is it actually, I mean, obviously I've spoken to Heather quite a few times. How has it been for you? Because I'm not being funny, uh, joking apart, I mean, I'm saying this, but I know it's been hard for you because, you know, you, you're head of the family, you're trying to protect them, you must have seen differences. It must have been hard for you and Heather with everything that you've gone through, but also for the children as well. Yeah, it, the, especially the children, I mean, Yes, I mean, it's been hard on us. It's been really hard on me because now because of the whole situation, it's hard for me to find a job. I can't get a job. I got, I had to quit jobs. I couldn't find jobs. I've been fired from jobs. Oh, my it's, God. It's because it's, it's cause of a small-town community, and it's just, you know, it's just devastating. It, and everybody knows each other, and everybody's got their hands in their pockets. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, maybe what we'll have to do is I'll have to speak to you off the show, and maybe we can always do an advert for you on the show, and we'll see if we can get you some work. Oh, hey, I mean, right now, I, you know, it's not the job that I want, but I've got a fast food. It's, it sounds like a promising position over there at Sonic. Got Sonic Drive-In over here. And, uh, but, you know... You know, I had I had to break down. You know, I had to go below my standards, but you know, I got to do what I got to do to provide for my family. So I, you know, it's a step. Yeah, you do what you, you got. We Howard, do what we have to do. Every, do you know what, Howard? Every time I speak to this guy, he just builds up his respect with me more and more every yeah. single time. Well, the whole fam- the, the whole family is quite amazing what they've been through. So they are. And I mean, do you know what? And and Heather, you're exactly the same, Heather, because. Even though you've been fighting for the dogs and everything, you've still been sharing everybody else's um, stories, trying to make a difference with other people's dogs. And the pair of you are just, a, and, and like I said, Howard, you know, you get people and you look at things sometimes, you think, what's this world all about? But then you get a couple just like Heather and Anthony, I think I've got mm-hmm. your name right, just, who just make such a big difference. Yep, there's a lot of good people out there, Sue. Many good people. We just, um, and, and, uh, it's just, uh, I just hope everything works out for you guys. My prayers and thoughts are with all of you there. Thank you. Thank you. Well, listen, both of you, please look after yourselves. Keep in touch with me. If ever you need me, just give me a message on Facebook or whatever, and I'll give you a call straight away, okay? 
Absolutely. Yeah, I'm always asking about you. I'm like, where's Sue? Where's Sue? Really <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get her over. Yeah, we're gonna get her over to the U.S. one of these days. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I tell you what, I, I can honestly say I wouldn't need to pay for hotels because I have had so many inbox messages saying, if ever you come over, you can stay here, you can stay here. I think I might just need some military training for that tent, putting the tent up. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'll speak to you soon, both of you, and uh, thank you so much for calling into the show. Take care, Thanks. guys. Bye, Howard. Bye-bye, Heather. Big hugs to both of you. Thank you, you. Too. Thank you. Take care, Anthony. Uh, that's Bye-bye. Oh, oh, bye. uh, well, let's just keep our paws crossed. Oh, I, do you know what? I just love that couple. They are just amazing. Absolutely Very inspirational. Amazing. Now, uh, talking of inspirational, if, if this is the right person, I think I recognize the number. Area code 201. Hi, welcome to the show. Please don't hang up on me. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd better sneak in a hug before we start anything, before I chuck the poor guy off. Let me just give him a big hug. <laughs> uh, hey, Jeff. How Hi, you doing, Jeff. Buddy? How are you doing, love? Oh, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm a, a little more oh. insane than usual. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, every, every, everything's okay. Now, you guys That's have good. had a tough week there, Jeff. Yeah, yeah yesterday was in probably one of the more interesting days I've had in a while, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, you were busy all day. <laughs> yeah. So, how you guys doing? I I call, I tried logging on, but my laptop isn't keeping up with the, the queue. So, I uh, I called in and was listening to the last bit of that. Um, so, how's everything going? Oh, good. Yeah. Good. I, go ahead, Sue. Go on, carry on, Howard. No, 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 go, go, go. <laughs> well, I, I it's going really well. I'm hoping to. Uh, I, you know, sometimes Jeff, you know, on the, and you must be the same as show. Sometimes we people just think that we just put a show link together and that's it. And it's not. It's like getting hold of the people to come on the show and everything. And it's it's hard. It's not just as simple as putting a link together and sharing it. I mean, let's face it, it's hard enough trying to get people to share. But you know, it's just trying to get that you know the the right people on for the right shows and everything else. And it's just. Hard, do you know what I mean? And just the other day, I was just saying, you know, I just had to sit there and say, right, I've got to make this stronger now. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. Fingers crossed, it might be actually coming together slowly but surely. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, I what I do once a week, and I mean, you know, I try to have you know a, a guest or two, and then backups in case they cancel, and you know, and things happen. You know, sometimes people can't make a last minute, and. You do everything you can, and then now you have an hour and a half or two hours to kill. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but you know, but uh, you know, fortunately, when you're passionate, it it uh, that part of it makes it easy. But the, the logistics of everything, I you know, I can't imagine how difficult it is for you doing as many as you do. You know. Yeah, yeah. A lot of work. But I've got, but, just got to say to everybody that I have um, messaged um, Jeff, and we are going to be organizing a show. Um, between the pair of us, oh, <laughs> which boy. will be yeah. a giggle. That will be, that will be interesting. <clears throat> yep. It'll so be, all six, and, and it'll I, be all, all huh? six of us. It'll be me, Sue, and our four personalities. <laughs> 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 oh, boy. Well, there'll be 
just me and you listening then? <laughs> <laughs> I'll make sure I call in. Oh <laughs> so, Jeff, exactly. did you say anything about the town council meeting last night? Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, okay. uh, you know, I think, they, uh, I think people are interested to hear what you have to say. They, um, you know, they, they once again voted uh, unanimously to return Memphis to us like they did last year. Um, you know, and I, I think the difference now is that um, the uh, the health department slash board of health isn't in the mix from what I understand. So uh, I guess, you know, I, I guess they did it. Because you know, obviously, you know, Diana and I, we we have kept quiet based on our good faith, good faith agreement that we acknowledged back in December. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, the noise didn't stop, and I, I I think our our silence was even causing more of a stir because we weren't saying anything. And uh, you know, unfortunately for the township of Bloomfield, the uh, you know the residual from everything that transpired in the past year, it's still there and it's still coming. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, I, 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 I guess I like to believe in the, the good in all people. And I think, you know, it's, it's my feeling that I think the entire council and mayor just want to ultimately do the right thing and have this over and done with, mm-hmm. you know, that, that's, that's, nobody's told me that. That's just, you know, I mean, they, they all seemed pretty genuine last night. Um, you know, with the exception of, of maybe one person, and I apologize for my parrot screaming in the background. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so you know, I mean, it, it was. Uh, I mean, you know, we we uh, we we're very appreciative and very grateful that they took this position, and at the same time, we are, uh, you know, keeping our emotions at bay and hoping that this is a sooner rather than later type of thing. So what can people do, Jeff? We don't want to, you know, jeopardize anything, but obviously you know people on Facebook are very passionate about this and concerned. So, well, so basically um, what are your wishes? We don't want to make, you know, make anything, you know, jeopardize What are my wishes? <laughs> you know, no, no, no. Wish. I don't mean it that way. What do you, I mean, do you want people? I, know, I don't mean. Oh, I know what your wishes are, buddy. But do you want people writing the letters? Personality. Yeah. Do you I, want I, people? Do you want people think, contacting them, writing them? What? What's no, the best way to no, go about it? No, not at all. Although I think Howard hit his head in the car accident. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I mean, I, I, you know, I, like I said, I mean, I, I think at this stage of the game, I mean, mm-hmm. we have to let the powers that be do do whatever they feel is uh, they can do to, to make this happen. Okay, uh, I just wanted know. people to hear it from you, you know, because people get passionate and, you know, excited. and. Yeah, I mean, you know. I, I, I would gather that, you know, if this actually does happen, there'll be a lot of people contacting them and thanking them, and I'm, I'm sure that although it would be overwhelming as well, it would probably be a nice change of pace to what they've been experiencing as far as the inquiries they get from all mm-hmm. over the world, yep. you know. Yep. Uh, but, you know, I mean, uh, like I said, I mean, we, we feel that, you know, it's uh, they, they uh, all are very genuine. Uh, you know, I, I have some, uh, I guess, I'm a little skeptical about one particular person, but that's okay. Uh, it was a unanimous vote, and for that I'm, we are very grateful, you know. Oh, yeah. that's great. That's yeah. wonderful, um, Jeff. Yeah. The thing is, though, Jeff, let, let's be realistic. Let's just, I mean, I'm sat in the UK. I'm not um, by you or I'm not by them, and, I, and I, I've said this all along. You know, let, let's be realistic. 
wouldn't it just be nice if you just had the phone call to say, listen, this is the situation. Memphis has been. He's got his training. He's sorted. He's ready to go home. Let's just do the right thing now. This has just gone on too far, just too far too long. Just stupid talk now. And surely to goodness by now, and it's okay, Jeff, I'm speaking what you want to say, even though I don't know what you want to say, but I'll make it up anyway. <laughs> but realistically, realistically is, by now, surely, Jeff, on a dog that, in your opinion, just let's just not say this is Memphis, but surely by now, if I did give you a dog like Memphis to train, I would have certainly been asking you for a refund of the training because you took too long, surely. Um, yeah, maybe. I, I've, I've never actually, I've, I've never actually trained a dog for eight months, so I can't Exactly. Yeah, I see. Um, now, the thing is, I'm not being funny, but I'm no dog trainer. I, I mean, I've got my dogs and stuff, but I just think to myself, the issues and everything, you know, and all of the things that we've talked about, and obviously the shows that we've done, we've spoken to you many times, we've t spoken to Bloomfield and everybody else to go with it. But the reality is, Jeff, so much money has been spent on one dog, and we could have spayed and neutered or we could have rescued and saved so many to the point of ridiculous. Uh, I, I, I have, uh, there's two things that gnaw away at me because of this ordeal. Um, that is one of them. The, the money that was spent on one dog, and, you know, we don't know how many dogs could have been helped with all that money on both sides. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. The, the, the other thing, I'll, I'll reserve that for a later date. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but the, please, don't, please don't say when I, and before anybody shoots me down in the chat room, that does not say that Memphis is not important and not individual dogs are not important. That is not my thing. But realistically, Jeff, you did say on the Asu show, and I can remember this, that you were willing to take out the other seven or eight dogs yep. and foster them and rehome them and sort them out as well, free of charge. Yep. And, and, uh, and, and as far as I can remember, you were pretty well laughed at, and that wasn't even taken on board either. So the, the realistic thing is they were, you're already willing to adopt one dog, which obviously is brilliant. Any adopter is always grateful as far as advocates are concerned. But the fact is you were willing to take on more than that and empty out shelter space so we can put other dogs in, and they turn that away. Yeah, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm not. I don't know why that that didn't happen. Uh, you know, I, I think because Memphis was part of that equation, mm -hmm. and yeah. you know, they they just didn't want us to have him. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. You know, we're gonna keep our prayers well, out there, Jeff. <laughs> I was just gonna say, Howard. You know, let's keep our fingers crossed. Let's keep positive. And and I have got to say to everybody that. I totally respect the fact that Jeff and Diana have kept so quiet, and they have, and Jeff and, and you, Diana, I know Diana will be listening somewhere, but I, I've just got to say that the, it must have been so tough for you guys because you haven't been able to speak out, because let's face it, Jeff, you are, are like me, very vocal, quite, you know, there's no grey in our black and white, <laughs> do you know what I mean? And, and it must have been hard for you two. Has it not got to you personally, I mean, to the point of really pulled... You know, made made it difficult for the pair of you. I'm not being funny, but people need to realise that you know you've got your life be, be beyond Memphis, but also doing training of dogs and things. And 
it must have been days. It must have been just absolutely draining for you. And I mean, I know everybody will believe, you know, say to me in the chat room the same thing. You know, we we have got tired of the fact that they're not letting us as advocates do our bit for you. Never mind the fact that you're at home wanting members and, and can't get anywhere. I, I mean, the, one of the things we do is is speak up. For, you know, I mean, I mean, everybody's heard the expression, be the voice of the voiceless. Well, we've been doing it for 20 years. I mean, Diana and I have been doing this long before we even met each other. Hmm. Um, yeah. You know, and then when we met each other and that, that common bond that we had, especially when it comes to pit bulls and pit bull-type dogs and speaking out for injustice, I mean, uh, I never, I mean, I think I may, may have even said it on one of your shows. I would never have thought in a million years that I would be in the middle of something like this. <laughs> yeah, people think yeah. It, no, it's true, Jeff. People think things like this are like Heather was just on the show, and you know, so people think it's never going to happen to them. Yeah, and, you know, and I remember, you know, and I remember you know, during Lennox, said, people said, "Oh, that would never happen here," you know. Yeah, and uh, you know, I mean, I, uh, I, you know, obviously, social media is, is a great venue to get the word out about situations and. You know, I mean, and it's funny because I, 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 and I may have even said this to you, Howard. I mean, obviously I had a pretty decent reputation prior to Patrick. You know, I had mm -hmm. a, a lot of clients, um, you know, and a lot of contacts nationwide. I had, a, mm -hmm. you know, my pet care DVD I released in 2008 that was sold in like 17 countries. So I had a little bit of a following. And mm -hmm. then wor working with Patrick expanded on that. And I think I told you this, Howard, you know, you know, Memphis wasn't big because of Memphis. Correct. You know, if, I mean, Memphis, you know, Mem Memphis was, it became what it was. And I, I think, I, like I said, I said this to you, Memphis became what this was really because of Patrick. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so, so many of the Memphis supporters and the Lennox supporters and the Wicca, I mean, all of them, you know, it was almost like, you know, Patrick was a catalyst for, you know, for people who wouldn't normally be vocal to come together as, as a group. Correct. Um, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and um, any every one of these dogs, even when there were sad outcomes, you know, um, there was always a silver lining, and there was always a positive thing to take from it. You know, absolutely. Um, absolutely. And, you know, too. it just you you hope that that this stuff doesn't happen again, and it it does, and it just it happens on a small scale in small towns, and not yep. everybody, you know, not everybody speaks up. And back to Sue's point. You know, to sit here for eight months and not share what I was, you know, just to not be able to share what we were going through, even mm -hmm. just something like, you know, thinking of him today. I mean, you know, or the, yeah. the things that we have learned along the way and not necessarily from anyone who knew any, who had any privy, privy information about Memphis, just things that we learned along the way that we, we didn't share because we didn't want to risk our chances of being reunited. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, and and that's that's got to be frustrating, Jeff. It has to be. I, I couldn't even put myself in your shoes. Yeah, I, I I'm not I'm not one to be quiet. No, I know. Oh, you're not. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, you better watch out. <laughs> be locked up. Be careful. But Jeff, my Jeff, on a lighter note, my dream is to be in your living room, see Patrick, and Memphis in a green tuxedo, with me and you toasting with a non-alcoholic beer, buddy. That's my dream. But, there you go. And for Sue to walk right through the front door with the key. <laughs> <laughs> I'm give you both a big hug. <laughs> That's right. 
Jeff, how are Lisa's Jeff, dogs doing? How are the two dogs doing? Uh, Ninny and Pedro are doing very well. Uh, uh-huh. they, uh, they're best buds. Um, and uh, I, uh, I'm, I'm going back down tomorrow to pick up another one of her dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to be taking, we're going to be taking Shay in as well. Shay is like a, she's like a lab, Sharpe, pity mix, a uh, mm-hmm. really sweet girl. So uh, we're going to be taking her in tomorrow. I have to, uh, oh boy, I have to, ever, for people that don't know, we had one dog that was uh, was brought into surgery yesterday for what we thought was a periodontal issue, and it turned out to be bone cancer. Mm-hmm. And um, we had to euthanize her yesterday, so that was the part of the roller coaster ride we were on yesterday. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna we're gonna be bringing her back home and laying her to rest on their property next to mm-hmm. other dogs of theirs, mm-hmm. and I'll be coming back with uh, with Shay. Oh, um, so you'll have three now. So you're just fostering. Or, so you're just fostering. Yeah, yeah, we're fostering, and you know they uh, you know, need some uh, minor medical attention, um, and uh, you know, and then Ninny, the the two year old terrier mix, she. You know, they, they they lived on acres in the woods, and so they need some leash training and minor things like that, you know, nothing major, but a little bit of work before they're ready to be adopted. And uh, and then uh, we're hopeful that the two hounds, Gracie and Huey, uh, we, we have a potential foster-to-adopt situation, so we're hoping that that, that goes through. Because you want to keep them together, preferably, right, because they're such good uh, yeah, buddies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's weird. Gracie and Huey are, are very friendly with each other, but Huey and Shay, the one we're taking, are a little bit more bonded. But Shay has some special needs yeah. that we have to work through. So obviously, placing the dogs is you know comes before placing dogs together. You know, mm-hmm. obviously, we always want to keep them together if we can. But the fact that two of them are going to go together and they're you know you know they have a good relationship is wonderful. And then Shay is just a, a love bug. She'll She'll get along with everyone, which is which is good, and you know she has some special needs we have to work through. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know there's been some amazing people. I know the auction's going to start pretty soon, correct? Yeah, I, I uh, you know, again, the last day or so, I've been a little disconnected, but uh, I know Wendy Moss has been uh, working her tail off on a lot of things, like administrative, behind the scenes, and um, yeah, she has. You know, she just got God bless her, and I mean, I I told her the other day. Uh, you know, every time, because, you know, we, everything, every step of the way, Wendy and I have been communicating with each other, and there wasn't even much of a communication because every step of the way we've been on the same page the whole time, uh, kept the dogs in the forefront and the dogs being the priority and just ignoring all of the other noise. Mm-hmm. And uh, I told her the other day that I'm glad that I was on this journey with her. Um, yeah. So... Uh, and, yeah, yeah. And, and Colleen did a, a lot of wonderful stuff as well. Um, yeah, we had Colleen she, on the show. She's yeah, amazing. She, She's she amazing. Continue, she continues to to do everything she can, and I mean, God bless her finding the energy, you know, physical, spiritual, and mental to do everything she's done is just amazing. Yeah, people people yeah, have really I, pulled together. People have really yeah, pulled I, together. I, yeah, I mean, there's, you know, obviously there's always so many names you can cite, and I, you know, I, I, I apologize if I slighted anyone. But anyone, the donations, the comments, the support, everything, you know. Um, yeah. Obviously, I've worked intimately with Colleen and Wendy, so they're in the forefront of my mind. But that is not to say that they're, you know, um, yeah, I mean, Lynn Morgan has been wonderful in trying to find force. I mean, there's so many people that, you know, we'll we'll write them down and thank them accordingly. But, you know, obviously, it's, it's hard off the top of my head. So I, I apologize, and there's no... 
Uh, I don't mean anything, uh, yeah. you know, by by leaving anyone out. I hope everyone understands that. So, Jeff, you're know. you doing your show this Friday? Uh, we were scheduled, but I, I'm, I'm going to be canceling it. It's um, it's my dad's birthday, and oh, okay. One one thing, uh, especially with this whole you know thing with Lisa, is you know you don't know what tomorrow brings, literally. So, uh, you know, I, I said that we always, I always say we got to live in the day and, and make sure we don't take any moment for granted. And, you know, m- me and my siblings are going to get together for cake, for cake with my dad Friday, so we're going to cancel the show. Oh, that's great, Jeff. God bless oh, him. That's brilliant. wonderful. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. How's Diana doing, Jeff? Uh, she's good. Um, I uh, I have an e-collar on her, and she's in the crate. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, boy. Oh, wait. I just got a look shot at me. <laughs> uh, she's doing well. She's been she's been slammed with her artwork and her dog bows and stuff. Um, and, you know, today was a little bit of a recuperation day. Um, so she's she's doing well though. Thank you for asking. And, and I wanted to thank her for that special PM she sent me for uh, for Leslie's eye anniversary. I really I know how busy she's been and just hugs and kisses to Diana. She's you're lucky to have her, my friend. Yes, I am. <laughs> hey yeah. my goodness! Oh my goodness, Diana! You actually said it on air. Did you hear that? Can you just repeat that? I think it might have <laughs> just in case it cut out or anything. I, I'm okay, sorry. <laughs> I, I I I am married to my best friend. And there, there is no better gift in the world. I agree with you, Jeff. I just had my yeah. twenty. Well, she, she, she just gave me twenty bucks to say that. Another ten dollars, I'll take something off nice. And, by, and Jeff, by the way, a little birdie told me Wendy's listening to the show. So, Wendy, again, oh. thank you for everything. Well, she knows how much I love and appreciate her. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And, and do you know what, Jeff? I, I'm thinking, Diane, as much as we have all this banter, but I've got to say that you two work so well together. You know, I'm not being funny, but you two have been tested and tested and tested over these last few months, and you know that you've both got my respect, and everybody in the ASU show, you have just, honestly, and even through all this, from shutting each other into dog crates and me chucking you off the show, <laughs> we, we still found laughter between all of this. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's funny, we, we always, you know, throughout this whole ordeal, and even yesterday, you know, with Dakota passing on, you know, it, we, we always say it, it's you know, and we let you know we're crying and we're laughing at the same time because when one of us is just really emotional, the other one seems to be well. For <laughs> I'll lose this. I'll use this loosely, but balanced. Um, <laughs> um, you know, it's almost like we 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 take turns being there for each other, and it's it's a very complimenting. I guess it's just it's amazing how it works out and. We we keep each other right sized and you know it's just it you know it's, it, it, I mean this is you know 14 years we're married and we still know that we're in the right place. Absolutely, excellent, absolutely, Jeff. Excellent. Yeah. Well, let let's hope that very soon you'll be even in a much better place and you'll have some beautiful beautiful boy lying by your feet in front of the fire. I hope so. Well, I don't want to hold. I don't want to hog your show. Thank you very much for everything you do. And you, Howard, as well. I Thank appreciate you, Jeff. and love you guys. I love you too, pal. All right. Be well, Thanks. guys. Take care. Big hugs to you both. I'll speak to you really soon, okay? And we will have to organize that show. 
Thanks, too. Don't forget, you got to email me, though. I check that more often than my Facebook messages. <laughs> I, I will. I'll give you an email after the show. All right, great. All right, then, darling. Bye, guys. See you soon. Bye, Diana. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, that's great. Always good to have Absolutely. Jeff on the show. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we'll just have a little um, minute tune, and I'm going to... Tonight, I'm going to do this tune, um, and it's, of course, I, I love this, though. It's the one of the Littlest Hobo, and I just want to leave, just play this little tune, um, just to think about, you know, about Lisa and about the uh, dogs that have passed over with her, and and I just want to say a big thank you to everybody that's united over Lisa and, you know, have come together, because as a lot of people have lost a best friend, they've lost family, um, and just an amazing advocate and I think we just need a minute just to think about the things that are important in our lives and the fact that we have good advocates all around us and I think we just need to remember that and um, unite. Please can everybody while this song's playing post your profiles into the chat room so everybody can friend you um, during the show as well so we'll be back in just a moment. There's a voice that keeps on calling me the road, that's where I'll always be, every stop I make, I make a new friend, can't stay for long, just turn around and I'm gone again, maybe tomorrow I'll want to settle down, until tomorrow I'll just keep moving on, so if you want to join me. Welcome back to the Ask Sue show. Um, I just love that song. I just think it's absolutely beautiful. And let's talk him, uh, bring back on our co-host, Howard. Hi. Hello, Miss Sue. That was a great first half of the show. Absolutely fantastic. I love that. Um, did you, have you watched them, Littlest Hobo? Did we have the Littlest Hobo in America as well? Uh, we might have. I don't know. if I, I'm not familiar with it. But no, the song sounds familiar for sure. Sure. Oh, I just love it. It just gets me every single time. Now, I want to go to the phone lines because we've got another caller waiting, which is all very good. If anybody else wants to call in, 347-327-9694. And we've got uh, caller 732 on the line. Hi, how are you doing? Good afternoon. This is Captain Yoakum, New Jersey State SPCA. Oh, big, big Hello, big Howard and Sue. Big how are you, you doing? Get your hug. <laughs> doing good. How you doing, Cap? <laughs> We're doing very well. Um, Thanks for calling in with that short notice. I only emailed you an hour ago, so I appreciate it. Absolutely no problem. Appreciate it. And, you know, we have a lot of activity here, um, you know, with Patrick's Law that was recently passed here in New Jersey. We're so proud of that. We appreciate all the support from people actually all around the country. And, uh, you know, you, Sue, and you, Howard, and I know that you push for this as well. And uh, everybody who wrote letters and sent emails and made phone calls were all part of the success of getting this law passed. Um, I, uh, again, I think I told you last time that I talked to Mrs. Scavelli several times mm-hmm. prior to and then after the law being passed. And, you know, she was ecstatic as well, as was the doctor. Oh, um, that's great. And, you know, we had uh, Keisha Curtis uh, finally uh, pleading guilty 
at you know at the end of July, July 29th. Sentencing mm-hmm. is August 29th uh, for her. Um, and I did send the letter uh, last week uh, to Judge Cassini as the president of the New Jersey State SPCA. Um, and I, I didn't share this letter with anyone, but I can tell you uh, that the letter was a very strongly worded letter to the judge, uh, first and foremost thanking him for taking this crime seriously and asking him to please uh, go for a maximum sentence for Keisha Curtis uh, that is important to the organization that I represent uh, and the people of New Jersey and the people around the country and around the world. Uh, who watched this over two-year saga unfold? Captain, so we're, that, would we're eight, that would be 18 months. Is that correct? The uh, actually, yeah, the maximum that she would face could be up to 18 months. That is correct. Okay. And um, again, that letter was sent about one week ago uh, directly to Judge Cassini. Um, and again, we detailed our position in that letter and reiterated our position. We're still waiting to hear back from the judge as to whether or not uh, one of our officers can speak. Uh, prior to the sentencing on behalf of Patrick. Mm -hmm. I don't have an answer back on that yet, Um, but obviously, as you both know, um, and what Jeff Coltenbach and, you know, just said, and Diana, and I love them both because they're two of the most real people in animal welfare that I have run across in all the years that I've been involved. Um, They are truly in it for the animals, and, Mm -hmm. you know, I love them for that. Um, So we're hoping that we're going to be allowed to be that voice as we are the other 364 days of the year for the animals here in the state of New Jersey uh, in that courtroom in Newark. And yesterday, as you're aware, also uh, Shauna and Keith Morgan uh, both pled guilty uh, in the Sammy cruelty case. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you saw the courtroom video, uh, you could see that neither one of them were physically or mentally capable of picking their heads up and looking anyone in the eye. They stared at the floor the entire time, uh, which is a true sign of someone who knows I'm guilty. Mm -hmm. Uh, Couldn't have been any clearer. So they did plead, um, not going into details, but I can tell you that uh, there were some of the animal cruelty charges, as with most plea bargains, some things are dismissed and some things stick. Mm -hmm. Um, The significance, the significance of uh, two of the charges, one against him and one against her, dealing with making a false report uh, and obstruction of justice, um, the significance of us fighting to keep those charges in place will unfold uh, at their sentencing, and then people will have a clear understanding of why those two charges remain along with an animal cruelty charge for each of those people. So we can't discuss the significance of the importance of those charges sticking, but people will, when this unfolds as sentencing, they will then understand why we fought for those particular charges to stick. Correct. Captain, one thing I just wanted to reiterate, we've talked about it with the time coming. No matter what the verdict in the Keisha case, we want people to stay calm, be respectful, you know, no matter what the decision is. You know, as, Absolutely. As, we, as we've said in the past, um, you know, it's about the animals. The law has changed. Look how many people Patrick has you know, like Jeff said, brought together, you know, for the cause. So I'm just asking, yes. you know, I have it in the group. There's over 3,000 in there, Sue's a host, and I'm just asking people, please, because us as advocates, we don't want to do anything that's going to, you know, say, oh, well, look what they did now, you know. Yeah, the, yeah, the, 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 the biggest harm that uh, animal welfare people and animal advocates bring to the animals, and specifically, is uh, when they act out in a way, 
uh, that, that then makes them easy to portray them as being crazy. Correct. Uh, and that has been something that animal, act- animal activists and animal advocates have had to fight against for years and years and years, and it's why we haven't been able to progress as an organized, uh, united group. But I will say that over the past couple of years, I have been um, overly impressed with how stoic and respectful the majority of people have been. It's been truly an amazing transformation in humans of what Mm -hmm. has taken place. And every time that happens, people see the power of it. Yeah, yeah, well... Let's uh, we'll see what happens, but it's been a long yep. 29 months, Captain. Yes, it has. It's been a long 29 months for many different people uh, involved in many different levels of this case, and also Sergeant Al Peterson, uh, who was the investigator on the Patrick case and was a crucial uh, member of our law enforcement division that has worked this case so diligently and been so patient over the past several years, uh, has announced his retirement. Wow. Of 41 years in law enforcement for wow. Sergeant Al Peterson. Uh, but uh, the one commitment that he made to me uh, this past weekend on Sunday when we were at an event together down in East Hanover, a strange event but a fun event, um, he told me that he is willing uh, and he will stay for any court proceeding or any court hearing uh, that he has been involved with, even though he is retired, and he will be doing that on his own time, but he will not walk away from any court case, in particular Patrick's case, even yeah, if it gets delayed, which I don't think it will. And, and Cap, one thing you've said since day one is, you know, it's about Patrick being happy and healthy and safe with the Scavellis for the rest for the rest of, you know, his life. And that's, that that's, is right. That's, that's a big, big issue because that's the only family he's ever known. That, that's correct. And, you know, it's also important, secondary to that, it's important to us uh, that the courts recognize the importance of an animal ban uh, on people like Keisha Curtis who have so little regard for the life of an animal uh, that they don't deserve exactly. the companionship legally of an animal. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And we've said this before, Captain, you know, I was absolutely mortified that day when you said to me that, even if she gets a ban there, she can actually go somewhere else in America and actually ha- own a dog legally. And that, that just that mortified correct. me. I, that just like, well, okay, so she can do something, or, sorry, I shouldn't say she, our person can do something in one state, move to another state, and do it to a, the same thing to another dog. Yeah, you if know, you, the legal system. She's given the chance to. Yeah, we have to have federal legislation on that. Yeah, I mean, look, it happens with driving privileges. It happens mm-hmm. with uh, the list goes on and on and on because states don't communicate. Um, you know, that is on our long-term list of things to do. Unfortunately, our short-term thing of uh, things to do um, so crucially important for, you know, what we're dealing with on a day-to-day basis. But that is, that is I'm going to say, on the radar. I don't normally use that term, but it is understood that as we continue to grow credibility, uh, here in the Northeast and in New Jersey, um, that we are going to obviously push uh, to have that changed at some point in the future as well. Absolutely. Definitely, definitely right. So, Captain, what else have you been doing recently? Obviously, you've been very busy with surrounding this, and obviously I'm sure everybody's been asking you questions about that. What else have you been doing besides? Yeah, you know, we've uh, we've kept ourselves busy, and we have more to come uh, we had the New Jersey State Fair come into northwestern New Jersey for a 10-day time period. 
It brings a couple hundred thousand people to the largest agricultural fair in the state of New Jersey. Um, Literally thousands of animals and every animal you can think of uh, came through those fairgrounds in those 10 days. Um, It's an exciting 10 days. It's about a 14-hour day uh, for most of us, Um, but it's a a great feeling uh, to be around that great number of animals in the conditions that they're in, which is remarkable, uh, including horse shows, exotic animals, um, every uh, form of livestock you can imagine, um, watching the faces of the children uh, around where the chicken eggs are hatching throughout those 10 days, um, and watching the faces of adults uh, who've never seen a chicken hatch uh, Mm. out of an egg. Um, It's just people are fascinated by it. Um, And it's really, really cool to see kids gathered around that and not a video game. Yeah, Yeah, with their iPhone, that's great. (laughs) Yeah, we we also have, um, with absolutely no details disclosed, we also have a rather uh, large case that's been worked on uh, for a period of time uh, that most likely will become public in the next three to five days. Um, it is something that I will come back on and talk about with you after the fact, but obviously uh, can't disclose any details uh, right now at this time. Uh, but it does yeah. impact a large number of animals uh, that we feel the conditions of neglect, abuse, and cruelty have risen to the point where action needs to be taken. So more on that after it all unfolds. Yeah, Cap, I see the pages at 31,837. I'm asking everyone out there, let's get it to 32,000 by the 29th. In honor that of would be awesome. That and would there's be also awesome. a wonderful online store, and the calendar would be out pretty soon, huh, Cap? Uh, yeah, the calendar actually is in production right now. Um, what's holding it up is um, they're trying to find a good side of a picture of every officer, and they're having difficulty finding my good side. But as soon as that is, uh, <laughs> as soon as that good side is, is determined, according to the uh, production company, they're telling me the back of my head is the best. And I said, no, that's not fair. <laughs> so we're working out that detail, um, but they should they should go into production sometime in the next two weeks. That's great. And how's how's Mrs. Cap doing? She's good. She's doing very well. She actually uh, she actually took our Chloe uh, for her veterinary check today. The uh, Chloe does uh, likes likes everything in the world, uh, with the exception of going to a veterinarian's office. Yeah, I don't think um, any dog does or cat. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's yeah, and the fact that Chloe weighs the same as Mrs. Captain, um, it does become an interesting uh, tug of war in the parking lot that I was oh, not there to witness. Thank God. So oh, I'm boy. sure I'll hear the entire. Oh yeah, I'm going to hear the entire story tonight. I'm sure from both of them. <laughs> yeah, Cap, I just had a I had to share some. I was in a car accident. I'm okay anyway. I have a guy mm-hmm. in a couple of fingers, and I was at the hospital yesterday waiting at the orthopedic room, and a pointer pit bull mix came up, a therapy dog. Came right up to me, rubbed upside the casting, and and just kissed it. I nearly broke down. Unbelievable. Unbelievable how they know. You know, our lives are such a parallel because two weeks ago, I took another officer who had uh, received a minor injury on one of our cases to the emergency room, and one of the emergency room nurses rubbed up against me. So you and I have this parallel life that's just hard to believe. Uh-huh. Unbelievable. I'm, I'm really jealous. I'm, I'm, I am hoping that that poor nurse is not listening and you putting her alongside a pit bull mix. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, but there is, uh, you know. Do you get many incidents? 
incidences with, you know, with animals injuring you guys? Obviously, they don't always realize that you're saving them. Have you had a lot of injuries over the years? Um, not a lot. It does happen occasionally, uh, but quite honestly, um, unlike unlike some in animal rescue, uh, we have the opportunity in many instances to take our time, uh, do things carefully, properly. Uh, you know, I'm lucky that I'm able to purchase equipment for us to use, including protective clothing, uh, and not all animal control officers have the availability of that. Um, and also, when we field train our people, uh, we spend a lot of time on two things. One is officer safety, because going home at the end of your shift uh, uninjured uh, and just going home, period, are our two biggest priorities. Um, we also want to make sure that we never place an animal's health or life in jeopardy uh, by a botched rescue attempt, like, you know, busting a window out of a car and having the dog jump out. Uh, so we generally try to uh, plan what we're going to do and act accordingly. Unfortunately, there are sometimes minor incidents, minor accidents. Um, and the other thing that we don't ever want to do is have to use physical force against an animal to protect ourselves. So if we can wait five minutes or ten minutes until we have a clear and safe situation, we will do that uh, because sometimes people with the best intent rush into a situation, uh, want to grab onto an animal, they pick an animal up, and the animal has no idea who they are, what they're doing, and that they're there to save them, and the animal will attack a person. And mm. that's how most injuries happen to people who are in rescue. Yeah, unbelievable. Um, now, I, I need to ask you something. Now, this is going a little bit off-key, and, and maybe, but I, I'm obviously doing the show on, I don't know if you heard earlier, I'm doing a double show, Thursday and Friday my time, Thursday, time, Thursday your time, for four hours, a double show and it's about the dogs being shot by the police. Now, we're trying yes. to make, just like the the fact of, you know, about Keisha Curtis, we've been going on about this, about the Patrick, and, and obviously keeping it so it's all about the animals. And it, it, the same thing applies with this. You know, Captain, I could sit here all day, and we can say about officers have done this or whatever. How much training do you guys have to do what you do? And is there more training do you think is needed? There definitely is more training as needed, um, and I've said this over and over and over again uh, for several years. Um, in New Jersey specifically, there is, a, um, there is about a 30-minute to 60-minute segment of police academies that deals with uh, officer-animal interaction. It's a voluntary part of police training, so if an officer chooses not to take that training, they don't have to, and it doesn't affect their status at the academy. It should be mandatory. It should be a whole lot more than 30 minutes. Our officers are trained in different animal behaviors and different animal appearances and actions. Um, you know, we go through in the HELO, or Humane Law Enforcement Officers Training here in New Jersey, which is Police Training Commission approved, along with the Department of Criminal Justice approved, and it is a half-day of understanding what an animal is telling you by what they're doing, how they're standing, where their ears are, where their tail is, what they're doing, uh, being able to assess their mood before you move toward that animal. Because, um, you know, sometimes do police officers have to shoot uh, and kill an aggressive dog? Um, the fact of the matter is that, yes, on occasion, that, that does happen. Uh, most times it's either not necessary or it's provoked 
by an unknowing officer uh, who puts himself in a position, um, you know, they feel like they have to rush into a situation when they get a call. Um, when the fact of the matter is, if you can sit in your patrol car and wait 30 minutes for animal control to come, someone who's been trained in getting that dog under control, you don't have to open your car door and get out and run toward an animal. Sit in your and wait until animal control gets there. That would also alleviate a lot of the problems. Hmm. Um, so yep. it is um, it's a difficult situation. Um, you know, I watch videos. Um, it, it's difficult to watch when a dog is shot that shouldn't have been because I just I actually yep. yell. Uh, I actually yell at the video like some people yell at football games on TV, yep. which I've never done because I've never understood that concept. But I actually do yell, you know, put your, yep. put your gun away. Put your gun away. The dog's not aggressive. He's barking at you. You're on his property. You know, back away exactly. from the house. Back away from the house. Back away from the wife. The dog's protecting the wife. Don't shoot the dog. Bam! And the gun right. goes like, oh, my God. So it's, yep. it's horrifying. And this is the thing, Captain, and I've just got to say that Hillary's just said in the um, chat room as well, she said um, this training the Captain is talking about would be very useful for shelter staff and volunteers as well. Yeah, and absolutely that's, again, would very be. true. Yeah, absolutely would be. You know, animals, it, it's, it's so great because it's not only dogs and cats. And cats are very, they communicate physically and verbally, uh, but people have no idea what they're saying. Uh, and, and dogs communicate through their body actions. And just like your posture and Howard's posture, Sue, when you get aggravated, you got to look about you. The people should go, whoa, I'm going to back up away from her, okay? Because My people have an easier time. <laughs> I just use you as a hypothetical, yeah. okay? But, no, people are easier to read because we're people. But animals, animals send us tons of signals. Horses do yeah. it as well. Uh, every animal does. They all do it. Rabbits do it. Mm-hmm. You know, the stomping of the feet, the snorting. It's like when you hear that, stop. Why is the animal getting agitated? Oh, it's you. Yeah. But, Captain, yep. there are there are rare circumstances where it is valid, though, you're saying. There are, absolutely. Definitely. You know, just like, uh, just like when a police officer shoots a human being. Mm-hmm. Um, look, that, that's always a tragedy in everybody's life that's involved. But there are times when it is called a good shoot, when the police officer feels that he's going to suffer serious bodily harm or death from an individual. And the same thing with an animal. There are absolutely out-of-control dogs that are attacking anything that comes near them. And sometimes if a police officer puts himself in a situation where he's protecting someone else Mm -hmm. and he gets attacked, then, yeah, yeah, it does happen. But, but the majority but a, yeah. of times. Yeah, but it is a small percentage, no. though, overall. It is a small percentage, correct. Yeah but, yeah. yeah, but people need to hear that, Sue. I mean, there are times, you know, when it is when it is definitely valid. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. The thing, it, it's not just that as well. People have got to realize that these people in uniforms at the end of the day are still human beings, too. That's right. And correct. And you can't, you know, not all the blame can be put on people in uniforms for whatever they're doing because... You know, whether it's doctors, whether whatever. You know, these people, okay, there's a, let's just, for instance, say there's a cleaner in a factory and it's cleaning and he makes a mistake. He makes a mistake, yep. but it's not, it's, not bothering, it's not bothered anybody, okay, but the wrong bleach in the yep. bucket or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Now, no, nobody has a big deal about that. That doesn't hit the news. 
But then you get something, somebody like yourself, Captain, you know, as soon as you just do, say, one mistake, just one thing, you know, whatever happened that day, you're still human being at the end of the day. And, and I yeah. understand that. But, yep. but also the trouble is with the videos as well, you get videos that are recorded for a certain time period. You do not see what built up before that time period. Right, you know, right. for instance, yep. you know, was the guy winding the police up before he this all happened and before the dog stood up for his owner and then attacked at the police? Yep. Do you know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, we, you, we, you nobody's know, got so... a video recorder for that three quarters of an hour while he was winding the police up with whatever he was doing. And, and I understand right. that. I, I know that there's two sides, but the thing is, it's like I'm, I'm really trying to get it so we can get more implemented training and we start yep. connecting these people that are trying to bring training in for the police and for all the other services that are around it. It's not just for the police. If there is yep. um, a service there that is available to make your lives better and easier in the job that you're doing, then why not give it? And why not make it so it's mandatory in that? Yeah, and the bottom line, the bottom line too, that, that again, you don't really understand um, – you know, when you're a police officer and you're thrust into a situation, whether it's a motor vehicle stop or you're knocking on someone's door in a dark apartment building at 3 o'clock in the morning and you don't know what's on the other side of the door, um, the majority of people who aren't in law enforcement have no idea of what that feels like to be in that position, uh, mm -hmm. knowing literally that in a matter of seconds your life could end uh, or your life could change drastically and dramatically. But at the end of the day, if you choose to be in a law enforcement position, okay, and your adrenaline and your emotions uh, get so built up that you're going to make a bad decision by shooting a dog that you shouldn't shoot, then you should be a fireman, okay? Mm. That's yeah. my strong mm -hmm. take on this. And I know that those are strong words, but it's reality yep. because emotion and adrenaline have no place in the attorney general's use of force policy in any state in the country. Okay, mm -hmm. that shouldn't change a reasonable belief or a reasonable idea that you need to act that way. And unfortunately, yeah. in some of these cases, that's what that's what happens. It's like um, you know, police officers reaching into a car and getting bitten by a dog, and then taking some sort of physical. Don't reach into the vehicle. You know, mm -hmm. when we remove dogs from the car at the state fair, when these lovely humans lock their dogs in their vehicles. Sometimes it takes us a half an hour to an hour to be able to try to gain the dog's trust, talking to them, trying to give them a treat, trying to give them water, uh, getting them used to us uh, before we actually try to get the dog. And that's so important because unlike humans, if, if a dog has a good interaction with you, and Howard, you've dealt with this on numerous occasions where you meet a dog and within five minutes the dog who hates men is licking your face. Correct. I've and had that, it happen absolutely. They know. Yeah, with the they majority know. of animals, yep. that's what it takes. Why they Jane like my other face, I don't know. But No, it's, you know, <laughs> no, I'm it's, it's, yeah, a, it's, it's a trust factor. Yeah, yeah. they have to understand they that know. you're not a threat. Correct. And dogs, you know, dogs can understand quicker than humans who's yeah. a threat and who's not a threat. Yeah. Captain, you know? I have one quick question off the topic. Go a ahead. lot of people have asked me, if you can't say, you think Mrs. Scavelli is going to be saying anything at the, uh, at the uh, sentencing next week? I doubt that that would take place. Okay. Okay. Just a yep. lot of people have asked me. That's what I thought, yep. but I just wanted to ask you. Okay. Yep. 
Um, and, and, you know, um, and I'll let you guys go because I know you've got a lot more to talk about, but I, I haven't talked to you in a couple of weeks, and we, we have had a lot of things going on. And, you know, we're getting ready now to transition into uh, the fall, uh, which is still a dangerous time on a sunny day for people to leave their animals in cars. But people feel when it's, you know, at the middle of October that it's somehow now okay to leave their dog in a car. And then shortly after that, we'll be dealing with the shelter issues as winter uh, starts to roll into the northeast United States. And, you know, it just, it just, keeps, it just keeps going. Uh, we just had a cat poisoning uh, down hey. in uh, southern New Jersey. Uh, we have the cat, we have the um, poisoned suspect in food, and we have a suspect in the case. Uh, more to come on that probably in the next week, too. Um, and, you know, that's going to be a major case for us uh, because that can be a, it's a neighborhood scourge when someone feels that because their neighbor's cat walks through their garden that they have a right to poison and kill uh, that cat. Um, oh my so, you know, we're taking this extremely seriously. It's a very difficult case to prove in most cases, but in this particular instance, we've got some good probable cause and some good evidence already built up, and um, I'm hopeful that we're going to be able to uh, successfully prosecute this person to the full extent of the law. Oh, that's great. That's great. Look, Captain, um, obviously I, I was obviously messaged you just the other day about getting, obviously, a, a show for the NJSPCA, just so people could maybe get to know your officers and, and we can mm-hmm. ask you some questions about what we do. But one thing I want to say to you is, if there's somebody listening to the show tonight and they're in the, in the NJSPCA area and they know of a situation, what uh, you know, there is some people that are sitting there saying, I can't tell on my neighbors or I've seen mm-hmm. this but I don't know if I should say. What, what can you say to those people? Because, you know, we all do different things and we are all different. I mean, I mean funny if I saw a cruelty thing, I'd be straight on the phone and there would be no thing. What can you say to people and what can they do to make things better? Do you know what I mean? Is the well, steps they can take before calling you? Yeah, very, there's a very simple procedure, and, um, you know, we refer to people who don't want their identity to be disclosed as confidential informants. If they call in a complaint to our hotline, which is 1-800-582-5979, uh, they do need to leave their name and a contact phone number and or email so an officer can contact them. But at the same time they're making the complaint, they tell the dispatcher that they need to be uh, anonymous and that they want to be a confidential informant and their name will not be released. They can do the same thing on our website, on Report Cruelty tab, the same way. And I will tell you that in 2013 versus 2008 or 9 even, uh, the number of calls that we have coming in from family members and next-door neighbors uh, has increased 100, 200, 300 percent because people now know that they can call in and remain a confidential informant um, and situations that they've lived with and watched happen for years, they now know that they can step up with confidence, do something about it. And, yeah. and that's how we're dealing with that. And it's remarkable. Uh, we have children that report their parents for abusing their animals. We have next-door neighbors. We have ex-wives, ex-husbands, husbands versus wives, sisters, brothers. Yeah. All walks do you of life. Get- do you get a lot of calls that is just people having a go at their neighbours, or is a lot of it actual proper evidence and is you know you're able to do something, or is some of it just you know Joe Bloggs saying to the Mrs. Bloggs, oh look, I'm going to report you because blah blah blah, and you'll just get in trouble. Do you know what I mean? Have you got a lot of that messing about? Yeah, you know it's funny too because you know 
uh, again, like seven or eight years ago, the New Jersey State SPCA uh, handled uh, maybe 500, 600 calls or cases a year. Um, and as we have grown as a law enforcement agency and as our credibility has grown, the number of false complaints that get called into us is less and less and less and less. Um, because, you know, again, in the old days, an SPCA officer might have come to your door in a pair of blue jeans and a flannel shirt and a badge. Um, in the last eight years, you know, we have transformed ourselves into a respected law enforcement agency. Our officers are uniformed. Our officers are trained. Um, we have a database, an animal cruelty database, that we've had for the last seven years. Um, so we can tell if there have been calls and uh, with our relationships with police departments, we can call on an address and get what's called an incident report from the local police department, and they can tell us, oh, my God, those brothers have been fighting for the last 13 years. They're always filing complaints against each other. Mm -hmm. um, so we can kind of weed that out, um, and the majority of the complaints that we get are the real deal. Uh, sometimes people don't really truly understand what animal abuse, you know, neglect and cruelty is. You know, someone will call in a complaint because their neighbor only walks their dog twice a day. And, oh, you know, so we, you know, we, but we, you know what, we, we educate those people. We talk to those people. Um, you know, different cultures have different ideas of what abuse, neglect, and cruelty is. Um, you know, men and women uh, oftentimes have different view of what is acceptable and what is not uh, when it comes to animals. Um, animal advocates also have a different set of rules of what they think is right and what is wrong uh, for an animal. Yep. Uh, but we try to deal with everybody respectfully and politely, um, no matter how uh, off the wall or out there they are. Um, and, and it all works out. And, you know, it, what I always tell people, I have a lot of people that apologize and say, I'm so sorry that I called this complaint in now that I realize, you know, what's going on. And I tell every, don't ever apologize if you're calling in about the welfare of an animal because you're doing the right thing. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Can people just ring you up for information, Captain, as in, you know, just say, for instance, there's somebody nearby, they've got horses, for instance. This person's got a horse person, but they think that this horse is being neglected. Can they ring in just for some information just because they're not quite sure, but it doesn't look quite right? Yep. One of the, one of the, best, one of the best programs that we put in place about four years ago and, or five years ago, and I was one of the first volunteers to do this, which as I look back, I myself in the ass for doing it, but it was being a public information officer. So anybody who goes into our website and asks a question or calls us on the phone, they get a call back or an email back from that public information officer. And that's how we actually divert a lot of not real complaint issues by they have an opportunity to talk in person with an officer who can explain to them, we're aware of that situation, we know those horses, those horses are under veterinary care, and they're being taken care of. And then people go, oh, my God, thank you so much. And that's been a huge, huge addition to our communication with people um, hmm. out there on what is and what isn't cruelty. Because if you have a large Angus bull, they're big, they're heavy, they're fat, you can't see their hip bones, if you have if you have dairy cattle, you're going to see big bony protruding hip bones. You're going to see some ribs in that cow, and it's going to look oh my god that cow's not eating. No, no, that is the body style for that dairy cow. Their hip bones hmm. protrude, um, and then people go oh I didn't realize that. And it's like yeah, yeah. that's that's the body style. 
is, you know, just like humans, uh, look very different from each other. Uh, animals right. are the same way. Animals yeah. are the same way. Yeah. And the thing is, it's like, I'm, I'm thinking, for instance, just as an instance, I mean, we've got um, a corn snake here. Now, anybody mm-hmm. looking will think, hold a minute, uh, well, she hasn't got anything in there. It's not got any food. But the thing is, right. with a snake, you feed it once a week with mm-hmm. one mouth. Uh, but a lot of people that don't know about snakes, and, and I've had to learn, is the fact, yeah, this is the thing. Somebody could come here and think, there's not any food there for it. It's not got anything yep. to eat or anything. Yep. And this is the thing. So somebody could report me thinking that I'm doing wrong because there's no food in there, but reality is it doesn't eat like that all the time. So, you know, if people, if, if you think that there is something wrong with an animal or whatever's going on and you're, you're questioning it, what, what the captain is saying, just give them, them a call. It's just yep. a phone call. It just takes a few minutes. Just talk to them, ask them, ask for their advice. You know, it could be that you could just save an animal's life because you asked a question. Yep. You know, I'll give you I'll give you some inside poop on an animal issue. <laughs> um, and yes, I said poop. Uh, llama, llama, and alpaca. Uh, if they're in a pasture or a pen, they will pick an area in their pasture or pen, and that is where they're going to poop. And uh, sometimes people will call us and complain that there's a large pile of poop in the alpaca's pasture in the one corner. Where um, they're eating. That, oh. Right, and, and not where they're eating. Um, you know, yeah. that's what they do is they pick a spot in there. That, that's what they determine is their bathroom. And if you clean it up, they're going to continue to pick new spots. But if you let it accumulate there to a reasonable amount, they all know that is where you poop. And that's normal and natural, and that's what they do. It's their behavior. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll have complaints from the neighbor because the, the poop area happens to be on the border of the property. Uh, well, you know what? If you want to go over and take a stool or a chair, I shouldn't say stool, you want to take a chair and go in and talk to the alpaca and see if you can get them to poop on the other side of the pasture, that's fine. But that's their normal behavior. That's what they do. Uh, and it's, it's, there's nothing wrong with it. It's completely normal, completely natural. So, Captain, you should you know, write a book on all this. I think you should write a book. Well, you know, I, I just actually may do that one day. That is something uh, that I consider, but uh, not that anyone would ever believe what's written. Uh, you would, <laughs> and Sue would. Yeah, uh, we Many would. people wouldn't. Um, but yeah, and you know, yeah, it's uh, it's been a it's been an interesting ride. I'm not done yet. I got a lot more work to go. Uh, before anything gets written, but uh, it, it's exciting. It is, Captain. On a lighter note, I'm I, I'm having custom-made bowling shoes made up for me, you, and Patrick for when the big celebration very nice. is. Very nice. Very nice. Tell so. Mrs. Tell Mrs. Cavalli I got my green tuxedo ready. I will. I will. I'm sure I'll be speaking <laughs> with her uh, in the very near future on the other issues. So uh, okay. Well, you know, tell her how much good. Patrick is. How much Patrick is, has. How much he means to the world, and I'm sure she knows. I'm looking forward to, I still have the original drawing of Patrick yeah. done by the Canadian artist Crystal Shannon that she had sent me uh, way back when, uh, when people who weren't even involved in the case were threatening to sue her for drawing a picture of Patrick. And she oh, wanted this that. picture to be, you know, saved and preserved and protected. And she said, I'm sending it to you because I know you'll never let anything happen to it. Um, I'm looking forward to the day when I can take that original drawing um, and walk into Garden State Veterinary Service and present it to Patrick's forever home, mom and dad, uh, because I believe that they should have that pencil drawing now that once we get everything worked through, 
um, and Patrick is permanently, uh, yeah. legally uh, determined to be a Scavelli. And please tell her that S. Sue lets me talk about Patrick every single show. <laughs> Absolutely well. Absolutely well. There's no stopping you, Howard. I, not when it comes to Patrick, uh, no way. All right. Well, I'm going to uh, get back on the road. I pulled off in my mobile office here, so I'm going to get back on the road and head up to North Jersey. Uh, it's been another long day, uh, but I appreciate, Sue and Howard, the opportunity and the invitation to come on your show and kind of update you a little bit on what's going on. It's uh, it's always great to talk to both of you. Same here, Kev. Oh. All right. Thank you ever so much Thank for you. calling in again, and uh, please go careful, and we'll speak to you very soon. Will do. Thank you very, very much. Take, take care. Bye-bye. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Man, you had two of your boyfriends on today. I don't have any girlfriends calling in. Man, I'm jealous. Can I, can I just say, Jeff can I just captain, say, everybody, I mean, you, you know, <laughs> hey, Howard, do you know what? I can honestly just say to everybody right now, I am so enjoying this single life. <laughs> I, I see that. I see that. I see that. Just unbelievable. But but what a great show to have two 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 true animal advocates on and just, just two amazing guys, Sue. Absolutely. And, and do you know what? Again, and I've got to say this, please, everybody, put your profiles from your Facebook, the links of your profiles, into the chat room because we need everybody to connect with everybody. So, you know, if you're not friends with somebody in the chat room, please just put your profiles in so they can add you. Uh, Let me just remind people as well. If you're adding people on Facebook and Facebook asks you, do you know this person outside of Facebook, don't click anything. Don't click yes and don't click no. Just ignore it. Just add them as a friend and leave it be. If you put no on to that, Facebook Facebook will block that person from sending any more friend requests. So please remember that. Don't click yes or no. Just add them as a friend and leave it be. Well, that was very informative with the captain on, on the shootings, too. Yes, yes. I, I think, you know, so much has got to get... So many people have got together, Howard, do you know what I mean? Um, and, and, and United, but the funny part is, it's like over the last few days I've been talking to loads of different people about the dog shot by police and, and all of this thing, and, and I'm thinking to myself, oh, my goodness, there is still people that aren't connected. Nope. Even though, you know, they're big, strong animal advocates mm-hmm. and they're making a difference as far as, you know, the shootings and all of that, and, and some of them are still not connected. I'm thinking, why, why aren't people putting these people together? Yeah, it's, I think we've I, I think we've made a little headway, you know, since your show started, but we still have a way to go. But but I think we're getting there. I think slow baby steps, Sue. I, I think we're getting there. Yeah. Hopefully, people just and I, and I have said to people, I was talking to someone last night, you know, about Lisa, and you know something, Sue. We all, you know, we all have our moments on Facebook, but we all are pretty bonded. And you know, I you know I said to this person, you know, if any if anyone has an issue, please reach out to a friend, PM them, because you know something, Sue. When it comes down to it. We all have our moments. We might disagree, agree, but you know something. We're all there for each other. Reach out because that's what it's all about. Yeah, that's what it's all and, about. And you know what? I, I've got to say, I'm not going to say no names, right? But you know, at the end of the day, not everybody gets on with everybody, okay? And if somebody has got, if you've got an issue with somebody, and maybe they said something you don't like, or maybe you just seen something they shared and you thought that wasn't appropriate. Don't block them. Don't have a go at them on that thread. Just give them a little inbox and just say, look, I'm not being funny, but I'm just to let you know that just offended me just a little bit or, you know, that upset me a bit. Could you just delete that? Or, or talk to them. 
Mm-hmm. And if somebody has actually taken the time to get in touch with you and explain to you about the fact there's an issue with that, then just get in touch, you know, just appreciate that they got in contact with you. They haven't blasted you all over their status or done it in a way of, oh, I just think that somebody would do such and such on your status. Please don't put on your status. Just talk to them. Inbox them. They might not even realize that that even offended them or whatever it may be. We've yeah, all got fights of our own. And don't think that just because a status is happy, it means that that person behind the scenes is happy. That's right. Always just check, you know, and, and we're, we're all good at this, Howard. How many times have you been in touch with me saying, hey, Sue, are you okay? You haven't been so busy mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. If, if you just suddenly think, oh, the minute, such and such hasn't been on much today, just give them a little PM and just say to them that you care and hoping that they're okay and, you know, they've not been on today. or the, You know, and just one smile one message, one little bit of sharing and caring can make such a big difference to one person. That's true, but I have my trick with Sue. If I haven't seen her all day, I'll wake up the middle of the night, check it, and she's on there, so I bust her all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was so busted this morning. I tell you, for, it was about four, half past four, and do you know what? About two o'clock this morning, I'd actually put the dishwasher on. I thought, I'll put the dishwasher on and everything. I think, no, it was about three o'clock, I think. And uh, do you know what? And four o'clock this morning, I am cleaning a flood in my kitchen at four oh o'clock this morning. Goodness. I thought, that is, that is just payback. That'll just teach you for That's being it. up so late. <laughs> That's it. Anyway, Sue, so one other thing about Patrick. Seriously, we do have the event going. It's called, uh, oh, yeah, what's it called? You know, that's good. Go Green in support of Patrick. You're one of the hosts. We have 2,720 people. So we're, we're approaching 3,000, and I'm asking everybody, please, I've had to delete some comments. Please, please do not be using curse words against Keisha. It doesn't accomplish one thing. It's all about the animals. It's about, yes, getting justice, but I will not have any of the curse words against Keisha because I will delete the comments immediately. So it's called Go Green in Support of Patrick, and uh, a week from Thursday there will be a verdict, like the captain said. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, even whatever should happen, Howard, it has made so many different things happen. So many people have connected. So much has been achieved. Correct. And I'm not saying that, you know, I would want you know Patrick to be abused all over again or whatever. What I'm saying is at least all of that has changed so much and all of that has been actually achieved. That's an, some amazing goals have been made. Absolutely. And, and she did plead guilty, Sue. So, yeah. You know, we'll just keep the faith, and you know, as you said, so many people have been brought together, and um, you know, so, so as I say, the the uh, the positive outweigh the negative for sure. Definitely, and um, please, everybody, uh, if you've got found any new stories, like I've just looked, um, just been looking on Facebook while we're talking, to see if there's any new updates. And there's one dated today, and a dog has fa- been found tied to a tree um, with hose and left to die. Oh a dog being nursed back to health after it was tied to a tree and left to die. Lucky, a boxer mix just six to eight months old, is still emaciated, starved, and weak after he was found Monday morning in North Oak Cliff. He was tied to a tree by the water hose and had no food and no water nearby. Rescuers say the hose was tied in a knot and the dog was deliberately abandoned. It's believed that the dog's organs were about to start shutting down when mm. he was found. A woman visiting the woods heard a faint bark while on a walk and found Lucky. She contacted the rescue group and brought them out to save the dog. I just can't leave a living creature to die like that. And that was a Kaylee Wetrich 
I think I said that right, uh, mm. said, Steve Basham of Apollo Rescue said, Lucky has a, has a good chance of surviving. Initial blood work test came back good. The rescue group is now taking care of Lucky. Both, um, both would like to see the animal cruelty cha- charges pressed, but investigators need witnesses to come forward to find the person responsible. And do you know what? I want to say to everybody, I would really love to start seeing where we will actually start donating towards rewards mm-hmm. so that these people can actually be, be caught. So if even if we all put a dollar in each and did it so that we p- could put rewards out for people that do stuff to these dogs, then I think it would make a big difference in how we would actually catch these people. And did, Sue, did you hear what happened in California right near my house? Guy had a, a lab, no. I think it was a lab, in the car. And he had a van or something. He I left the car running with the air conditioner on, keys in the car, went in for a second. Long story short, they found the van about a mile from there with the dog dead in the front seat. Yeah. Left the dog in yeah. the car with the with the car running with the keys. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, um, it, so. Exactly. You know, it's just sickening. Absolutely sickening. I, so why just, would you leave the car? Yeah. Why would you leave the car running? I understand he wanted to keep the cool, the dog cool, but you keep the dog in the car with the car running, with the door open, with the keys. Crazy. <sighs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Right Common near my house. Just goes out of the window. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. And absolutely. and do you know, Howard, somebody. I'm not going to say no word, names because I can't give too much away. But at the moment, Ask Sue is actually doing a little bit of. Um, I'm going to say behind-the-scenes work of something, okay? And okay. it's going to be a future show that I'm doing. And I'm actually putting myself in a very weird position because I'm putting myself in the lines of somebody else, okay? And I can't see mm. too much. Okay. But I'm putting myself on the other side of the fence, shall we say. Hmm. Okay. okay. Um, but I'm. it's quite funny. And this is what I'm going to start to do as well. I'm going to put my, start put myself on the other side of the fence for different things. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So maybe, um, and this is just, I'm not doing this now, but I'm thinking on the lines of maybe I should set up a profile and act as if I'm a police officer and get to speak to people about what they think of police officers and also to speak to other police officers about what they would like. Hmm. Now, before anybody starts looking for a profile that I may have set up in a police thing, no, I haven't done that. That is oh, okay. just what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Oh boy! Yeah. No, that that would be that would be very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And Sue, so we can't go. Just, huh? Sorry, go on. No, no, go, go, go. No, no, it's okay. Carry on. We cannot we cannot finish the show without saying hello to our dear friend Kathy. Do you know what I must just say to everybody? Um, I have been so worried about Kathy and her health and stuff. I've spoken to her very quickly before the show tonight, and I'm going to speak to her after the show. But I'm just going to say, Howard, she is just so amazing. She She is. Even though she has days that's, you know, a bad day for her, she still, still has to um, literally, she still makes the time for... For me, for you, for all these other different people, trying to help the animals and everything, and she's just amazing. I'm, I'm just so proud of her, and she's just absolutely amazing. Yeah, we love her. Yeah. 
Oh, hold a minute. Somebody just sent me another link in the chat room. This always happens near the end of the show. Just let me just see if I can get into this. Oh, yes. And for anybody else who's not heard this yet, um, this is something else in little part of my spare time. So if anybody wants to get me information and help me out with this, an ex-shelter worker comes forward with some serious allegations regarding the San Bernardino Animal Shelter. The worker states that dogs were hung by leashes and animals were given a third of the required euthanization drugs and suffered a slow death. Now, if this isn't another Betty Crumley page, I don't know what is. This worker goes on to say that animals were kicked, punched, and animals were and are killed under the guise of being sick. They were or are actually healthy and adoptable. At least one member of staff involved in this abuse is thought to be still working at the shelter. The same worker also stated that the RVT had no license and had not had a license in over 10 years. Hmm. It says these are not the only allegations surrounding this shelter. On Saturday, May 11th of 2013, Maria, an animal advocate, was at the shelter when a man surrendered a box of underage puppies per Facebook post after taking photos and videos, she spoke with Ryan Long, the kennel supervisor, and told him she was going to network for rescue for the pups. Ryan told Maria not to bother, that she would be wasting her time. That's when she learned of the new policy and the deaths of the babies. The new policy is being called the shelter's most callous and hateful move to date. They go on to explain shelter supervisors have declared they will no longer allow staff or volunteers to contact rescues to save underage puppies or kittens dumped at the shelters without their puppies. Well, it was on. That's about an hour and a half from my house, an hour from my house. So it's already been on the local news, and they say that some some politicians are going to be investigating. So I'll keep you posted on that. That's in my local area right here. And I've heard things about this shelter be, before. There was a story last year also. I remember. So. You know, that, it's just absolutely terrible, Howard. A third of euthanization. Yeah. That, Betty Crumley's situation was exactly the same. And we had that shelter shut down, and it's currently being investigated. And this is to do the ASU show as well. Uh, well yep. We literally got it to uh, American um, TV. And, and the same thing has got to happen again with this. This has got to stop. This is just money-saving rubbish. Yeah, it is. Politically it's terrible. run and everything else to go with it. It's just totally wrong. Totally, totally wrong. Oh, boy, I'm telling you. Well, once again, it was a quick show, my goodness. I just goes so fast. But the trouble is I can't complain because Thursday and, well, my Thursday and Friday, a four-hour show is going to be something else. Yeah, I think you'll have to ring in with a pint. <laughs> I will. I will definitely. I will definitely ring it in the middle of the night when I have my uh, when I have my cocktail. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, hopefully you'll get. You know, hopefully you'll get Heather to call in because she's so informative on this topic. Yeah. Oh. No, I mean, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm sorry. So Kristen. I meant Kristen. I meant Kristen. I meant Kristen. Kristen. Yep. Yeah, well, we've got Kristen, we've got uh, Cindy Bowling, we've got Jamie, and I've got a name, Alfaro, I think her name is. Uh, we've got so many people that are ringing in. It should be a really, really good show. That's great. So, just been uh, amazing, just absolutely amazing. Anybody who's got any page links or show links or event links or groups or whatever, please post them into the chat room. Um, because I will be copying the chat and posting it into the blog. Uh, just in case everybody doesn't know yet, I've been sharing this like crazy. Um, it's AskSueShow.com. 
www.blogspot.co.uk. I'm posting all the show links in there, and then also the chat room will be copied and posted in there as well. So if you posted your profiles, your pages, your groups, etc., it will all be into there as well. So you can uh, so anybody right. who's the link that was on there, it'll be on there after the show. Add all your friends so to the So you'll be able to see the chat room as well, then, Howard. Huh? You'll be able to see the chat room as well on there. What was said? Oh, great! <laughs> oh, good. But let's I'm asking, let's uh, everyone add add friends to the SU Radio Show, and let's get the NJSPCA page to thirty-two thousand. Exactly. Exactly. Well, we're up to um, on the SU Show. Let me just have a quick look what we're up to now, because I know more people have been adding. Uh, on the ASU show group, we've got 3,088 people. Okay, well, let's let's get it to 4,000. Come on, we can do it easily, and then we'll go for five. Exactly, exactly. We've got to do something, Howard. You know, it's time for changes, and I want to bring some more shows and more people, and obviously if we're going to get um, some sponsors, I need to know, you know, show people that we've actually got plenty of people Joins that. Uh, just to let you know, it's actually three thousand two hundred and seventy-five. It lied to me on the first page. Okay. <laughs> but you know, so like, you know, if anyone has like a small pet store, let's say anything, you know, small business, and they want some advertising, it's you know, it's great. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, Howard, we're down to the last two minutes. So thank you so so much for calling into the show again tonight. Okay, honey. It was a pleasure as and always. I will speak to you um, on Thursday on the show, but if not before then, anyway. Of course, if not, I'll, I'll find you online at three in the morning, either doing dishes or feeding the animals or yes, yes, flirting definitely. with some good, <laughs> flirting with some cute men. You know, the captain Jeff, no problem. <laughs> exactly. The trouble is, all these cute guys are over in America, and I'm in the UK. I need to find some in the UK now. <laughs> yeah, you'll be getting over here soon. Okay, honey, love you, and thanks for having me on as always. Oh, Howard, thank you so much. I'll speak to you soon. Okay, bye bye. Thank you. Bye bye. I'd like to thank everybody that's joined me on to the show tonight, especially the captain, Jeff Colton back, and everybody that's called into the show. Thank you very much to Howard Einstein, the co-host for tonight's show. Thank you very much to everybody who's in the chat room tonight. You've been absolutely fantastic. Of course, please share your profiles and everything in there as well. A big hello to AMC Press, to Max, to the guests. You can sign into Blog Talk Radio next time. You'll be able to then uh, to Hillary, to Laura, to Margaret, to Jill, to Tom, and to Wendy. A big hug to all of you, and thank you to Jeff Colton back as well. Um, please join me on the Ask Sue Show group um, on Facebook, and if you want to email, you can email asksueshow at gmail.com. That's asksueshow at gmail.com, and go to the blog spot for all the show links. Asksueshow.blogspot.co.uk. Well, thank you very much for joining the show tonight, and uh, please look, join us tomorrow night for the Ask Sue Psychic Show, and the links can be found in the chat room and also on the blog as well. Thank you very much for joining me tonight, and I will speak to you all very soon. Good night. Bye-bye. <laughs>